0: This is the Victory Podcast. Every week, we'll share an inspiring message about God's grace and forgiveness for you wherever you're at in life. Your victory starts now. Let's pray. Lord God, as as we gather here this evening in 2019, we ask that you would take us back into history and that you would reveal your love to us, a love that knows no bounds, a love that uh, is actually eternal. Take us to the cross and show us your love. Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts here tonight be pleasing and acceptable in your sight. In the powerful and saving name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So imagine you want to go to the Bucks playoff game. Okay. And let's say that the ticket costs $150. And you've got $149.99. And a friend comes along and sees that you need a penny and gives you a penny. You can go to the game. That's pretty cool, right? Well, let's say that the ticket costs $150.00. But instead of $149.99, you have $145. Your friend comes by and gives you a $5 bill, so you can go 500 times more than just the penny. Eh? Means a little bit more. But let's say ticket costs $150 and you have $100, and your friend sees you and gives you $50. Now you're starting to be a little thankful, right? You know, this is getting special stuff. So now imagine that the ticket costs $150 and all you have is $50. And your friend comes and gives you $100 so you can go to the game, okay? Compare that $100 to a penny. Difference, right? Now imagine you want to go to the game and you don't have any money whatsoever, but your friend says, I got you covered. I, here's $150 for the ticket. In fact, when you get in, you can go to the, any of the concession stands that you want, anytime you want, and I'll pay for that for you as well. You can go to the pro shop and you can buy some swag, whatever you want. I got it. Now compare that last scenario where the ticket is completely paid for. You get more than you were looking for from your friend to when your friend gave you just the penny that you needed, there's a difference, isn't there, on an emotional level of thankfulness and love. Now, ticket prices are one thing, and debts are another. Debts have become a, a common, everyday part of our life. Without going into a Dave Ramsey Financial Peace University seminar, what are some of the debts, that you have maybe the cable bill some credit cards the car electricity gas maybe medical bills mortgage tuition school loans maybe more than one of those maybe some of them maybe all of them and and maybe more and to be honest right without payment plans today a lot of us wouldn't have much of the stuff that we have. For example, right, it takes about four to six years to pay off a car loan, a decade and more to pay off student loans, and mortgages go out to 30 years. No wonder we're happy when we're finished paying off the debt, right? No, we feel relieved and except glad that's over with. We come before God tonight and we say for Give us our debts. See, when when you and I pray the Lord's Prayer and we pray, forgive us our sins, the word there really is debt. Forgive us our debts. Forgive us what we owe. And it's actually a surprising amount that we owe. It's so great. Do you know anyone who needed to file for bankruptcy? I have a really good friend. He's a great guy. He made a couple of bad decisions and got into serious trouble, and he had to declare bankruptcy. Do you know anyone? What would it be like if you don't, what would it be like if if you had to declare bankruptcy? How, How would you feel? Well, as we gather before God tonight, We are all, no matter who we are, spiritually bankrupt. Don't kid yourself. You don't need just a penny. You don't need just five bucks. You need the whole thing. And God actually gives us more than what we ask for. See, God paid off our debt. And the only way that debt could be paid off with wouldn't be with money, because it wasn't so much a physical debt, it was a spiritual debt. The only way that debt could be paid off was if someone was holy, perfect, righteous, pure, and then they died in our place as our substitute. That's the only way that that debt could be paid off. In fact, in eternity, there was a payment plan that was set in place. Things had to be done along the way. Do you have any unfinished business? Uh, Is your to-do list, I mean, are you through with your to-do list? Are you done? Or or are you like me, when you get something done, you've got another thing all ready to go? Or maybe you're working on two or three things, and when you get one of those things done, there's two or three other things to do as well, do, is unfinished business hanging over your head, your to-do list really long. When I was in school, one of my, my favorite things was semester tests. Seriously, I loved semester tests. You know why I love semester tests? is because after I took the semester test, that meant that class was done, nothing else to do. I was finished. Nothing over my head. Not something else to do. Or maybe think of it this way. Uh, Think about your uh, email inbox right now. How many emails are are in your inbox right now? Any idea? I know that that some of you, you have tons of them in there, right? And, And for me, I like it when there are no emails in my inbox. Okay, it doesn't happen all that much, but I really like it when there are no emails in my inbox because when I look, when I look at my email and there's email in the inbox, to me it tells me I have a debt. I have a debt where I have to read it and maybe have to respond to it. And, and you see up on the screen, Google Mail, that's what tells you on your phone when you don't have any email in your inbox, you're all done. Yes. I love that. I love that. So as we go back, it was a Friday, just like any other Friday, except it wasn't. This was a Friday before Passover, great, huge, big blowout celebration for the nation of Israel, really big day. The Roman governor, Pilate, he had made it his custom that on this day, the Friday before Passover, he would release one of the children of Israel, one of the nation of Israel, one of their prisoners. You see, the the people thought that Rome was always cheating on them, ripping on them and all that stuff, and they just take people prisoner because they could, and they could, all right? So Pilate, trying to smooth things out, said, you know, made it his custom, I'll release a prisoner to you every year on the Friday before Passover. Passover. And Pilate had a plan, okay? He had a to-do list. And part of that plan was, I'm going to release the prisoner. We're going to do this quick. I'm going to go home. I'm going to have a long weekend. I'm going to start up the grill, and I'm going to have some brewskis, all right? And so the plan was this. He's going to pull out two prisoners. One was going to be Jesus, but Jesus Barabbas, Okay, Jesus Barabbas was a horrible criminal. Nobody liked him. He did horrible things to the people, right? Ruined tons of families. And then there was Jesus, the king of the Jews. And Pilate knew when he presented these two people that the choice was clear, the choice was simple. And he was gonna get this over with and get home and get on with the weekend. And so he presented to the people, Jesus Barabbas and Jesus King of the Jews, and the people, they blew it. They took the wrong Jesus. And what that meant was for Pilate, this was gonna end up being a long day. Wasn't going home early, but it also meant that the plan that had begun in eternity was reaching its culmination. It's almost complete, okay? So this was the Friday that culminated a thousands-year-long plan. Again, it actually began in eternity. We started to learn about it. As we look back to Adam and Eve, they fell into sin, Right? And they brought the consequences of sin on them and all of us, all people of all time. And God came on and started to announce the plan. He said to Satan, Satan, because you did this, because you tempted Eve, I'm going to send a savior into the world and he is going to crush your head. You're going to strike his heel, but he is going to crush your head. A little while later, God came to Abraham and told Abraham, the Savior is actually going to be one of your descendants. Through one of your descendants, I'm going to bless all the people of the world. A little while later, God came to Moses and told Moses that the Savior was going to be a prophet like you. And a little while later, he came to David And he said to King David, David, one of your descendants, one of your descendants is going to be the Savior who's going to be the King who will rule in righteousness and justice and love and mercy and grace forever and ever. I don't know if you know this, there's actually over 300 prophecies of the Savior of the world in the Old Testament. And as time went on, those prophecies became more and more Precise. Got clearer and clearer. And so we learn that the Savior would be born of a virgin. The Savior would be born in Bethlehem. The Savior would ride into Jerusalem on a donkey with people praising him. And then the prophecies turned violent. The Savior would be betrayed, suffer, and be pierced. There's only one who could fulfill all those prophecies. Jesus. not Jesus Barabbas. Jesus, king of the Jews. And so on that Friday, push came to shove. Loud voices became shouting voices. And Jesus was beaten and whipped. And as he was whipped and the, and the whip would go and wrap around his body and then come flying out, flesh was torn and ripped apart. Flesh was flung onto people who were standing around there. Flesh was sticking onto that whip. And Jesus' blood was everywhere. And they led him out to crucify him for you and for me and for the world. It was a plan, a a long time in coming. As long as that plan was a long time in coming, so the list of our sins is longer, much longer. And Jesus died in our place. I know that, that many of you know that, but I wonder if you know, if you understand that for us to have our hearts full in on love and appreciation to Jesus for what he has done, that we must understand that we're spiritually bankrupt and that we must offer him not some of our sins, but all of our sins, all of our rebellion, all of our pride, all of our gossip, all of our jealousy, all of our apathy, all of our, I don't care, I don't want to, they deserve it, all of our hate, all of our hate (laughs) for God. Otherwise, we'll think Jesus chipped in. Five bucks, 50 bucks, 100 bucks. You now Jesus was all in, the savior for all of our sin. Back in the day when a person was crucified, it was at least somewhat common for the person to come clean, admit their guilt, apologize, before they died. And so they crucified Jesus, but Jesus had no sin at all. And and so Jesus said, Father, forgive not me, but Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And you know, right, that's not just talking about the Roman soldiers, it's talking about about you and me. Jesus was praying for you and me. A couple hours later, Jesus gave a status update on the plan to save the world. And he said, it is finished. The original word there means paid for in full. The work of salvation was finished because Jesus paid the debt for all of our sin in full. In 1 Peter 3:18 we read for Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous to bring you to God. He paid the debt we couldn't pay. He willingly took our judgment for our sin to save us from suffering eternally, to open the doors to the glory of heaven for all eternity. His pain is our gain. And that's why we call this Friday, not just Friday, but Good Friday. It is finished. Let's pray. Lord God, as we're gathered here tonight, in Franklin, Wisconsin, we ask that you would, again, lead us back to the cross at Golgotha. That you would lead us to, to hear the sounds, the sounds of the, the shouting, the sounds of the mockery, the sounds of the hatred, the sounds of Jesus' voice saying, Father, Forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. The sound of Jesus' voice saying, it is finished. Sins of the world are paid for in full. Lord, let us hear tonight Jesus cry out to you. Daddy, into your hands I commit my spirit. Join in praying the Lord's Prayer, which you'll see on the screen. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power,